Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, one and all. This is Baka Bites, a show where we talk about what we are watching this week in anime. I am your host, Frank Furter, and with me today is my co-host, Milky Alcohol Magically Average, and returning for one night only, our lad, Silver Lobo Sorta Sensei. Tonight... We will be giving out our awards for the best of 2021. Boys, let's start it out on a strong note. What are the shows that you wish you... What is the one show you wish you had watched this past year? Nothing stronger than Milky Alcohol. But uh, for me, and it's it's great to have Lobo back because he can appreciate this, it's To Your Eternity. I was blown away every single time Lobo would talk about this show, how like absolutely insane there didn't seem to be any point in the show that you could like predict what was going to happen next it was just all chaos from start to finish so i i feel like i missed out on that one fair enough um i know for me uh my show that i was missing this year that i really wish i watched and i really want to go back is uh vivi that was a show that i feel like really flew under the radar and the people who did watch it loved it and I kind of watched a few clips of just different things from that have like aired over the year and that show constantly popped up and I was like, damn, I really missed out on this one. So I really, I really wish I should, or not really wish I really want to go back and watch Vivi because I just hear nothing but great things about it. Lobo, how are you feeling? What did you, uh, what did you not watch this year that you wish you did? A lot. There's a lot. Uh, basically anything on Funimation didn't watch it. Uh, which is a lot. You missed lot. out on a ton there, bud. <laughs> so there's there's one in particular which I'm gonna start watching probably this week. Uh, on Netflix, a Godzilla anime released last year or last year now, but 2021 basically. My brother loved it. I like Godzilla. I didn't watch it. I'm gonna watch it this weekend, and I, I wish I had it. watched it earlier. Yeah, I didn't even know a thing like that existed. I don't know. Godzilla got an anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a show. Pretty, or... uh, it's the show, full on show, and oh. the animation looks really good. Huh. Very very colorful, and Go there figure. is an actual plot. <laughs> was that's, it? That's, that's the most shocking piece of it all. <laughs> now, question: Was it all three D or was it like hand, not hand animated, but like digitally animated? 
Uh, I'm not certain. I assume some of the action sequences might have some 3D aspects to it, but for the most part, it is like any other anime. Nice. Huh. I'll have to go back and look at that one, because I, I didn't know a thing like that existed. So. Yeah, same here. Interesting. Um, Lobo, kick us off with the next category. We are going to move into best movie of the year. Oh, easy. Mugen Train. Oh no! This is uh, Frank. No. Frank, hold your tongue. Just dial it back. It's fine. Oh, it's almost as if I just recently listened to a bunch of this episodes <laughs> I've been, you know, neglecting, and I heard Frank bitch about Mugen Train again. It's almost as if oh, I actually no. took you to that movie too. <laughs> so okay let's just get into this then you know let me let me just go into not even moving train motherfuckers i've been listening i want you all to know that i have been listening to every single fucking episode of this fucking podcast i've heard the bullshit these motherfuckers have said i have heard the the sheer shit fucking frank motherfucking further has said about overlord the blasphemous please talk, be another believer the blasphemous talk podcast. from magically average and his oh. attack on titan fucking shittery well how that's, that's actually it only, you, gets worse. Sir, it only gets worse for him on that how dare you both talk so much shit about so much good anime how dare you to be Move fair train Mugen Train is fantastic. To be and I fair, stand by that. I talk shit about Overlord just because uh, Magically Average just is like, oh, I stopped watching the, uh, Attack on Titan because it's a show for silly people. And I'm just like, no, watch it. And when you watch it, I will stop making fun of Overlord and I will actually watch Overlord, which I have yet to watch. I know that you've gotten through a majority, if not all, of Attack on Titan, but yes. I need to so, start okay. watching it. I okay. had no time over the break I- to watch. This morning, I listened to two episodes of your podcast, one of which was you guys going over uh, the upcoming season's animes and being slightly disappointed because there's not much that you guys are just in, which is fair. And then you talked about whatever the fuck last episode's shittery, who cares? Magically Average. Yes. You said in your arguments mm-hmm. about Attack on Titan yes. that you watch good anime. And you will not sully yourself with shit anime. And then not 10 minutes later, you went and said you loved, or sorry, strong words. I won't put strong words in your mouth. You said you liked season two of One Punch Man. How fucking dare you, sir? (laughs) Did I say that? You fucking that? said that. You said. I like One Punch Man. You I said. Season two. season two isn't You bad. said. It was entertaining. You only, you only watch good anime. And then you said that. How Listen, dare you? All right, I'm, I'm, I'm legit I'm crying right now. This is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I'm back! <laughs> well, in the time that you were gone, I grew, and I finally have a backbone I can fight against Frank and you too, Lobo. I can't stand the fact that every time Attack on Titans brought up, everyone goes, it's amazing, it's spectacular, it blows my mind. Season two kind of sucks. The latter half of part one of season four kind of sucks. Season one is, you know, good, but the story is not really, like, fully built out. It's not good, then! If you have to make up all these excuses to tell me that a show is good, it's not good. I've been watching it. 
I talked with Frank yesterday, not on a podcast. We talked like civil human beings, and I told him, I was like, listen, if you broke up... That's he, how I he, know he, you're he, lying. He, he he's said not it was civil, civil at all. He, no, no, no. He said it was Frank's civil. Frank's not a civil human being at all. He said it was civil, yet every time I try to say a word, he's like, no, 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 no. And I'm just like, hey, all right? You asked oh for my, my opinion. She you kept asking me questions. So Let me just answer them. But you're like, no, 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 no. We're going to put a pin Listen. real quick in this whole best movie thing. Let's just continue this for a couple minutes and then we'll get, get back to the list. Fine. Yeah, Defend yeah. yourself. So, so here's – before before you do that, I want to say this. I watched the first season of Attack on Titan and loved it. And then I read the books. And then season two came out. And I sat there. I'm like, man, this is, this is just as slow as in the books. <laughs> Oof. Which I, I made the comment before to other people that like I can't fault the show if the source material isn't like it isn't that great to begin with. Like if it's just, if the source material is that slow in terms of like the progression of the story, I can't fault the anime. Like that's my whole plot, thought process on Attack on Titan is if you break it up each season into its own story, it's really good. If you look at it as in its entirety, it's not great. Like, the story movement is not great. That's all I want to say. I think it's fine. You should watch Overlord, though, Frank, because it is actually really good. I, I told you it. I would. I told you I would because I you would watch Attack now, on Titan. Now, I want to say one more thing, though. Uh, there is one thing that Frank said in regards to Attack on Titan and, like, it connecting. Like, each season is, like, it's a build-up to, to things. He's right. He's, at one point, if I recall, Frank, you said something about they were building this up since the very beginning. She is very right. It's so about everything the, that happens, the door, the, door, the... everything, every single thing that's happened, even in season two, that shit is gonna get fucking called back and shown again. Oh yeah. So I, but... like, as as shitty as you think it is, and a lot of people think it is, and how slow it is, and how bad it is, it still makes oh, up man. for it in the end. However. You can still look at this and be like, this is garbage. <laughs> I do not fault anyone for saying that it's garbage. I no, had I, a hard time getting through it also. But hey, season three is dope. Once I, I got halfway through season two, once I got the halfway through season two, I was like, okay, that's when it clicked for me. But um, the way I described it to shit, what was the perfect way I described it to you? It was, uh... oh no, I said, I, I, I had asked if you would like the movie Memento and you're like, yeah, I loved it. And I was like, it's like the same thing, but not really. It's just each season is like that. It's like the that, but that's what I mean. Like that's why it just it's it's very hard to watch in that fashion because oh, I like just the is, progression of a that story. That is a great way to describe it, like and also to tantric. piss everybody off. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. there's like a like, you guys both keep saying like there's a buildup. It's like a tantric buildup. Like you're like just you're, at some point you're just like fucking come on, get to the point. God mm -hmm. damn it! Mm -hmm. <laughs> like seriously. So again, yeah, I'm the the best way to, to describe is gonna come up. Every time now, especially oh, yeah, now because it's coming four. out. The, the last part's coming out, buddy, and we're gonna oh, talk about it joy. every single week. But here's the thing: <laughs> the the way the best way to properly sum up Attack on Titan was the entire thing is sh like everything that it does, plot, characters, settings, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, like even they're just like plot twists. It's all shock and awe for better or for worst. Yeah, that's Which, the best again, way to sum up that show. I can't fault it. Because I know, obviously, hearing from other people, too, that a lot of that is from the source material as well. So, no, I said, I'm having fun. It's just very confusing at times. 
Hey, that's all. It's all good though, because hundred uh, percent. Again, I'm gonna agree with you. Frank is gonna be watching the better show. Hey, he, he gets to watch Overlord. I know. I know. If I, I could like, oh, watch Overlord like, again, not knowing what happens, God, it'd be so great. Did you hear this guy too? Is like, I'll watch Ghost Stories. It's one of the worst shows, and I'm like, no, watch an actual Fuck good that. show. It's like watch Overlord at least. You know, I'm not gonna like talking about it, like you. I actually want to watch that show. No, fuck you. We'll make you watch something else. Like, <laughs> Magic doesn't want to watch o- Attack on Titan. You're not gonna watch Overlord then. Let's Speaking of go. good shows, Magically Average, what was your best movie of the year? I only saw two, so I think out of the two, it would be the My Hero Academia World Heroes Mission. I thought that, that was, was the one. I really enter. It was actually really entertaining. I thought it was a a lot of fun. Again, I like the movies that are non-canonical in terms of, like, they don't really follow what happened in the previous season. There's not really any connection to the follow-up season. So in terms of just having it be an action-packed from, like, start to finish, just non-stop fighting and, and thriller-type movie, that was good. Then the animation, the, the fight scene with Deku and the giant blue dude who I can't remember his name is like probably one of the best fight sequences I've seen like in, in a movie or a TV show. It was pretty stellar. God, we are on par on the course for not remembering names. Um, but I, I, would I, remember I know, I know. If I had a movie, come on. I would have remembered it if I had actually seen the movie. I have not seen the movie yet. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to wait until it gets released and I'll watch it. You're even it. wearing the all might outfit too. <laughs> Uh, but, that was the one weekend uh, I could not get to a theater, and all my theaters around me played it one weekend, and then it was gone. Yep. Oh, jeez. Same here. But um, for me, best movie, I'm going to go with uh, SAO Progressive, actually. I really enjoyed it, and it brought back the feeling of watching the original SAO, but like a lot. Season one, I, I rewatched the first half of season one recently, like around the time I watched the movie. And it holds up. It's a great looking show, but that movie was gorgeous because I mean, SAO is a great looking show to begin with, but put it in a movie and it's just, just chef's kiss. It's great. It's fantastic. And the movie is just from the other, one of the other characters perspectives. Yeah. It's just from Asuna's side. It's just from Asuna's perspective. So that's an interesting take. I I, I appreciate that. Yeah. It was a good, it was a good time. I'm still angry that it's a movie. Because that would be a way better show than the original SAO. Well, I think that because they they can continue those it. books. Those books are so fucking good because of how I don't know how far it goes in the the movie. Oh, it only goes to episode well, two, episode two of season one. That's okay. That's really good because like there's so much that happens, yeah. uh in that in that whole space that if they even jump if they jumped like another level. Uh, like if they did three levels of uh, Aincrad, I would have been irritated with that movie because that would be like a full season, maybe season and a half of just those three uh, levels with how much shit that goes down between all the people, Kirito and Asuna, and like NPCs. It's yeah, dope. and and that's that's why I kind of think that it was perfect for a movie. It's to just introduce that side of it and then hop into a show because i could totally see them continuing it with a show but we've got we're already almost 15 minutes into this and we've only gotten two categories down so we really need to to continue let's Let's go on let's go on next i'll start this one off best animation 
I didn't watch the very last episode for reasons we've already discussed, but the original show was phenomenal. Wonder Egg Priority gets this in my book. It had the best animation for sure. It was a unique art style and how fluid it was and how just gorgeously dark it was. It gets my vote. Yeah, it was for me, it was super hard because there was a lot of shows that stood out for animation, but I gave it to Talk Dap Destiny. I thought they married the, and, and they, it gets another uh, achievement for me later on, spoiler alert, but it did a really good job detailing the world in a post-apocalyptic state, but still bringing out some of the beautiful aspects of where they were in each sort of region. And the fight sequences, I mean, it's Mappa and Madhouse. So, I mean, the fight sequences alone were it, like just incredible to watch. Lobo? I've I've been going back and forth between two of them. Uh, one just because it has great animation even from the first season, Demon Slayer. But I, I was like, no, fuck it. I can't give it to Demon Slayer. Hori Mia was this year. Fucking amazing. Oh. The art of Hori Mia is so beautiful, so good. Each character is just so great and how they look. And the way they show off, like, the colors and how everyone's colors just sort of pops when they're near certain uh, individuals. And it's just, you could easily identify every single character and every single uh, aspect of that show based off of that animation. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, Horimiya, like, came out of nowhere for me. I know it's a huge, like, the source material, the manga is huge, but... um the show in general, I mean, I really only got into manga starting in like February, March when the Texas freeze happened. But after that, it's like, okay, what else is out there? And like me actually seeing like, oh shit, these are huge series that do or don't have, you know, adaptations. So me seeing it on every fucking bookshelf at every fucking store I went to was like, okay, that makes sense why it got an adaptation because it's really fucking good. So yeah, no, I that's a good choice. It, the the character designs and the how fluid the animation was for everything was great. Like, I I don't fault you for that one at all. But um, average, we talked a lot about best ops last night. Yeah, where are you going on this one? I'm sticking with my original one, which was Odd Taxi. I find that opening to f- not only is the song really really catchy, but I think it fits the vibe of the show too so it's like you know late night taxi driver kind of style a little bit jazzy um it also like the animation i always like it when the intros have a different like animation style than the actual show too and it was like really like cartoony kind of chalky and like crayon style like it was super weird and and completely different from the actual show's animation so i thought uh that one took the took the show for me and for best openings but there was a lot to choose from too like shout out to kobayashi dragon maid s for a solid opening too Um, yeah that 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 opening was so good i always forget about that opening but god that opening's really freaking good yeah and there was yeah like komi had a really good opening too obviously so it was it was a tough competition but odd taxi still took the cake i'm very surprised you didn't choose my hero academia i heard that was your favorite song 
Uh, yeah, yeah, it's all right. Oh, no, that's, 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 that was me. That was me that kept fucking complaining about that song because it was trash. God damn, that song was trash. What, uh, what non-trashy song did you pick, Lobo? Uh, call me, dude. Call me all the way. That opening, I watch it every time. I never skip it. I, I skip every opening, every ending. I don't give a fuck. Call me, I'm fucking jamming out to that opening every time. So I, I I have the same thing with you, and I actually I told uh, average yesterday we watched. I was like, did you like when you watch the opening? I was like, do you actually watch it? He was like, yeah. I was like, okay. Do you realize that the characters almost in every single frame are singing the song? And he's like, what? He's like, yeah. Let's watch this full screened and everything. We watched it, and he was like, holy shit! I didn't realize that. Well, the thing that caught me off guard the most was the fact that it's so subtle. Like, you don't notice it. Because, like, there are other, like, Kobayashi, Dragon Maid S, they all sing. You actually see them. They're, like, they're front and center. Same with um, My Senpai is Annoying. Like, they're front and center singing it. Kobayas is so, like, subtle and almost, like, behind the scenes that it kind of catches you off guard when you, like, really, really pay attention. You're like, oh, shit, they're actually, like, singing the song. Like, that's yeah. weird. That it was is- really, I think really I noticed cool. it. I think I noticed it when uh, they showed uh, Najimi and I forget her name, the green-haired girl, in the hallways. And you can just see that they're jamming out to the song and singing it as they go down the hallway. I'm like, oh, that's cute. And I rewatched it uh, the second second viewing of the first episode. I'm like, oh, they are singing this song. That's dope. (laughs) Yeah, and then, uh, like, just the fact that all the characters act like the characters, like they themselves in the show is also just great like when they go to the pool scene you see everybody in the pool except outside of the pool in like the corner of a frame you see the ninja kid just like crouched down by this edge and you're just like ah classic yes Mm -hmm. like it's such a good opening not only this is the song amazing but the animation and just everything about it is so good but um I'm going to start this next one, this next category, because I have probably the most feelings about this next one. Lobo, you probably share the same sentiment as I do. Biggest turd of the year. Frankfurter. Oh, if it's... Oh, we're talking about anime. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, you asked. (laughs) God damn it. Uh, I mean, you should have saw that one coming, frankly. I know. (laughs) I know. I should have, and I didn't, and I even, like, was just, like, it took me a second to realize it until he started laughing, and I was just like, ah, shit. No, biggest turd of the year is The Promised Neverland Season 2. My God, what a fucking shit show. Cloverworks, what the fuck happened? I need a documentary like about what the fuck happened to season two of The Promised Neverland. You dropped the ball so fucking hard on this show that goddamn everybody in the world was rolling in their graves on this one. It was so bad. I, like, I there's nothing it. more. I've there's nothing it. more I could say about uh, it. Just it was so bad. So that, actually, that that was my biggest turd. Because of everyone's. Everyone shares a similar sentiment to season two. I've made it a priority to actually read the manga through season two and then watch yeah, it because I've I'm, heard I'm I've heard people right say now. like, "Oh, if you read the manga, you'll fill in all the gaps." So I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna avoid the travesty of having to watch this shit show. I'll read it first and then watch it and see if it's just as bad as people say. Yeah, they they skip like major arcs and they skip around, and then the last like sixty chapters is just a slideshow or some shit like that. It's just like, are you Which... fucking kidding me? 
Yeah, that that was insane when I heard you say that too. Yeah, it's it, it just sucked. But one of you two, which one, Lobo? What was your biggest trade of the year? Uh, something about killing slimes for three hundred years, something like that. God, I hated that. That's it. I don't remember this. I can't remember. Yeah. The, I can't be bothered to remember the fucking Thailand anime. That's how much I gave a sh- little shits about it. Yeah, all three of yeah. us dropped that one. No, I watched it through too. Remember? No, I he did. Oh yeah, that's right. I, was, I kept saying did. stop every nope, time. I, like stop doing it. I he kept I going. persevered. That's I right. Went, I went to the end. I um, forgot all about that. That was actually mine too. But I've I've actually I've switched in some capacity the biggest turd to my biggest letdown instead. Because I was thinking like biggest turd, I was like most of the shows if I didn't like it I would just drop it outside of that stupid killing slime show um so for me in terms of letdown it's my hero academia season five i thought they had a really good opportunity to pick up from season four which was obviously still kind of mediocre at best and just starting off with a fucking tournament arc is not a good place to set yourself heading into the next season i thought that was I've got something to say that you're going to actually hate. Season I, I mean, season season 5 other than the tournament arc part 2 of season 5 is legit just like Attack on Titan. It's just set up for the next season or the next part. No, I know. Uh, no, I know. I mean, you get that at the end, right? Like you know it's going to be the big war. But I think that was part of the reason why it was in my term my eyes a letdown was because I thought they could have really expedited that sort of progression of the story without having the stupid tournament art because that tournament art gave us nothing except hey but my by the way class 1b is still somewhat relevant but now they're not anymore so you know double middle fingers see you later so that's my opinion the easy yeah the, the, the easy pickings for me though for the actual biggest shittiest turd is the stupid killing slimes but i wanted to be edgy and say my hero just to spark some some uh, edge lord animosity. I know. I I I've, I've said all I can say before I left this show. I have nothing <laughs> left to say to you. I know. I feel like show. I feel like I'm the reason why you left. I feel like I I <laughs> shattered your dreams as like well, being like oh, you know, I love my hero, and then season five came around, and I was if, like my hero is literal dog dookie. If, <laughs> and if, then... if that's how if that's how you feel. Like that's if that's what you feel like that's the reason why I left. Well, I'm not gonna tell you nah. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. God. Welcome it's back, wrong. Lobo. Welcome back. Welcome back. We miss you, buddy. Uh, uh, I, I like I like the whole letdown thing because if that's how we're gonna go with it, like Tokyo Revengers, dude. Yeah, really? right. You guys are so high on that. Oh what my happens? god, I know. Part one of season one. So good. The season was fucking amazing, and then we're like, yeah, wrapped it up. And then it did this huge, massive event of like, oh shit, it's going stronger. And I'm like, no. I got like three or more episodes into that uh, second half. And I'm like, I can't, dude. I can't. Yeah. I stopped. There's just they, so much. So I much stopped bullshit. when they introduced like the new captain, and it was just like the guy he was trying to find to prevent from meeting. And it was just like this guy came out of nowhere. It's like, who the fuck are you? Nobody knows who you are. You were never introduced otherwise. Why the fuck are you here? You are unimportant. Get the fuck out. And it's just like, I was like, all right, I'm done. This is dumb. This is stupid. This is just got, the same shit over and over and over and over and over again. I got like two or three episodes past that, and I just hated it. I couldn't I couldn't do it anymore. 
Wow, that's so surprising, too, because that was, again, one of those shows that I wasn't watching, but the two of you were. And all I heard was hype, hype, incredible. I mean, the, the, wow, way, they did, the way they did, like, this whole, like, uh, gang members, like, detective work shit they were doing and, like, going to the past and everything, it was so or, it was so good. And it made you feel for the characters. And then for however... I don't even know how they fucking did it. I could care little shits about these motherfuckers. I, I would rather see them all get shot and killed, and I wouldn't give a fuck. That's a great way to save the future. Damn, Kill them all. Man. Who cares? There you go. Nailed it. But uh, I think Adam, that might be how it, how it, how he saved it too. I think he might have just killed like just himself killed and everyone. that guy. That or just that go. or just kills himself, and that just ends it all. Mm-hmm. But um, average. Let's go on best slice of life. What do you got for us this year? This was even because this is this is your opening. category. This is you of all of us have watched the most slice of lives this year. I don't know what it is with slice of lives that I, like I I get drawn to them. I have a I, prediction. I, it's Aquatopes of the White Oh, I was gonna the, say I was gonna say it's my senpai is annoying. You guys are actually both wrong. You guys are both wrong. It is. I gave it to Comey. I gave it oh, to Oh, wow. I, Interesting. So, okay, so, uh, wow. It comes with some sort of like caveats to it. One being that I gave my senpai is annoying another category because I, th- I was like, I couldn't give it two. And I had to put Comey in there because I thoroughly enjoy both reading and watching Comey. So I was like, okay. I ha- and then Aquatope on the White Sands has another category too because I couldn't give it two there so i i spread out the love because i making oh, this I list didn't. i was like i was like holy shit i am so one-dimensional i only watch slice of lives do you know how long it took me to figure out which like drama and actions were my favorite i was like have i even watched any of those this entire year yep. it's like, took me like two seconds I, been... I know so i had to like right. I had to really, really think through carefully how I wanted to categorize all of my winners. I think so this in for general, slice of life, it's Comey. I think in general, this year was the year of slice of life shows. There were more quality slice of life shows than there were quality action or any other shows. Like with a few, like I mean, each category had their their high notes, so I won't say that they didn't have any good shows. But I think of the quality and consistency. Slice of Life won the year, in my opinion. I I think it came down to the creativity of the Slice of Lives, too. Because I felt like this entire year was the year of cookie-cutter is- isekais that were just absolute dog shit. Or Slice of Lives that were really interesting because of like the different like themes or different environments that they were in. Like Aquatope with the aquarium... Even like Remake Our Life was the one I would watched uh, I think two seasons ago now where he basically goes back in time to go back to art school. Like that was a cool concept too. Like I like that. I think the creativity level and ingenuity of some of the Slice of Lives was what made me interested in them versus some of the other like thriller, drama, mystery, action that just all seemed kind of like it's just another one of these shows. So Yeah, that's fair. Lobo, Lobo you're making faces at me. What was your what was oh, your slice of life then, buddy? Before I say that, when he said cookie cutter isekais, I just started laughing because uh, the beginning of this year is when uh, Jobless Reincarnation came out, correct? Yes. Yep. I remember when that was coming out and we were, we were talking about it. Everyone said that looks like a cookie cutter isekai. 
Oh, God, how they were wrong. God, it's so funny. Uh, anyway, what was it? Slice of Life? Horimiya. That's all I got. Yep. Horimiya. I... Comey isn't done yet. I feel like it's one more episode, maybe. Yeah, one that more. That might be it. Uh, even with that one more, Horimiya did so much with with what they had, and it was perfection, in my opinion. So Yeah, I um, I agree. I actually have Best Slice of Life as Horimiya as well. Like that show, like it had a conclusive story. I I gave Comey so many other freaking categories that I had to just switch it up, you know. Sir, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. trust Sir. me, it'll it'll come back. It'll come back. But um, but yeah, slice of life. I I would give to Horimiya just also because Comey isn't over as well. It's like half fall, half winter. Not really half winter, but it'll you bet your bottom fucking dollar it's going to be my best slice of life in 2022 because season two comes out in the spring but that's besides the point however Horimiya had a gr- phenomenal story it like left me wanting more even though the story was rounded out like it was well rounded out it had a conclusive ending you can continue it if you wanted to but like it was trying to tell a story and it told a story and it did it very fucking well so for me Best Slice of Life, Horimiya. Love the show. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. But uh, Best Action Show. This this is where I'm like wondering how many jobless we're going to get in here and how many actually picked what I picked. So Lobo, I want to start with you real quick. Okay. So I didn't pick jobless because jobless to me didn't have that much action in it. It was mostly sparring, and if there was action, it was kind of resolved immediately, and there wasn't that much to it. Uh, I didn't give anything to Demon Slayer because we just watched Mook and Train again. I don't think that's fair. Uh, what else came out that would have gotten this? Uh, My Hero Academia. If I said that, I would be burned at the stake. So, I didn't. Because also, there wasn't that much great action to that either. Uh, I gave it to Eden Zero, which is on Netflix. It is from the creator of Fairy Tale, and fairy of tale. course, I was going to say, of like course, because tale. it is a guy, it is Fairy Tale. It has great action. It's Fairy Tale two it, It's Fairy Tale in space, and that's all I need. I love Fairy Tale. Well, now I guess I look stupid because I put down Jobless Reincarnation for my action. Hot idiot! I, I know. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I was like, I was like, well, my list, my anime list says it is action, so there. Uh, I thought it was still, I guess in terms of action, I don't categorize it as just being like fighting and like having it be like that element. I saw it more as action set pieces and there wasn't a lot of that. And yeah, I mean, I get that aspect too, but I guess in terms of all the shows that I watched, it definitely had more, more memorable elements like that. Again, that I would, that would consist with, relate to action than anything else i couldn't give it to my hero just because the only action i remember is the stupid tournament arc and that can go jump off a cliff um mugen train arc i already watched it i don't need it more of it that's I'm, I'm good so i thought jobless had probably the most memorable pieces of action from this season in terms of just enjoyment and this year i guess yeah. interest yeah oh yeah this year excuse me now i'm gonna go with a little show that we all have watched, and I'm very surprised none of you have put it on there. But I'm going with Jujutsu Kaisen Season 1 Part 2. That aired in it. winter 2021. 
that I fucking, so okay. That second half Time of season out. one is so fucking on. good. Are you kidding? It, I listen. I get that it came out then. I get that part one came out in 2020, and then part two came out at the beginning of 2021. I get that. I still think because it came out in in sequ- like sequence, it wasn't like split. They didn't do a, like a gap season. I've still kept within 2020 because Jujutsu Kaisen would have taken a couple of these from me. If I'm being honest, I, I kept it into 2020. Kaisen. I haven't watched any of it. Really? You should read the manga too. The manga is actually no. phenomenal. I actually I, finally okay, got so here's, volume four, so I'll be reading let's, the rest let's, of it. Let's now. jump into that uh, predicament that happened. Uh, I started reading the manga and I was like, I don't see what all the hype's about for this thing. I got, I think, like 20 chapters in and I'm like, I don't get it. It's fine. It's not the greatest thing in the world. I think it's cool, but I also don't have time for this. It's I'm going to drop those, it. It's one of those that and it transitions everyone, better into a show. Everyone I talked to just fucking would not leave me alone saying, hey, why the fuck are you reading the manga? Watch the anime. The anime is way better. It's way better in comparison. I'm like, well, I don't want to watch it. I'd rather just read the manga. And he's like, well, you're doing a disservice to the entire story. I'm like... That and that's a bad story, in my opinion, motherfucker. Yeah, no, that's it's <laughs> one of those mangas. Like I've been wa- or I've been reading it, and I finally got volume four, so I can continue reading it. Um, it's one of those that it transitions a lot better in the TV show because you have all those action scenes that are drawn out and literally drawn out, and also physically drawn out. That it makes it that much better and more entertaining. So I definitely would check out the show because it is a lot better than the manga because it is an action yeah. manga. I mean, to be fair, I, I do like the manga because it does kind of highlight a little bit of the things that the show like really skips beyond. It doesn't skip, but it like kind of goes really fast. It doesn't like doesn't give it the time it needs. Yeah. Like they kind of go I mean, a little bit more into detail on like the curses and like the whole element of like why certain people have curses and certain people can see curses and why they're fighting against curses versus the show. They're just like, there's curses. Some people see, some people can't. Here's a weapon. See ya. To make, like, to make a quick comparison to my hero uh, with this season, with the, my villain arc, there's a lot that they actually skipped that isn't really action, but like it also would like paint a better picture. Of what the fuck's going on? But then it did kind of makes a really big moment at the end where uh, <laughs> he just activates his power and destroys the entire town. Like, that yeah. was a huge moment. It was awesome. What if I told you the manga showed it way better? And I, that's saying I something. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. But I'm saying this that's, is the reverse for Jujutsu Kaisen. I know. That's what I'm saying. We're like, even that, it's, it shouldn't matter which one does it better. Because the story is what matters, and if you're not into the story, then it doesn't. It then it's moot point. Who oh, cares? I really enjoy the. And story. that's my thing, because I don't really. The story is the thing that I don't care about. Like people saying, "Oh, the action is amazing," this and that. I'm like, cool, but the story is what I have an issue with. I don't care about it. It doesn't interest me at all. That's like, and me. that's where like that's where my big argument is. Like, if it doesn't interest me, then I'm not gonna give it the time of day. Yeah, but everyone's like, yelling at me to do that, and I'm like, no. I would almost argue that Jujutsu Kaisen really doesn't have a story so much as it just has a developing plot. Like, is that if that makes sense? Like, there's yeah. not really no, like the there's not is, like a real. There is a story. Well, I guess there's an overarching story, and it's like, how do we get to the end of this overarching story? Right. I yeah. Suppose. It's 
it, it's more like it, it focuses a lot more on the individual characters and like their background and their development than it does like just a an overarching like story that they're all involved in. They kind of all have their own paths and obviously they intertwine, but it's more just like how the plot moves along throughout the show. And that again is shown better in the actual anime than it is in the manga. Cause yeah, in the manga, it's like really just action. I kind of relate it more to Chainsaw Man too. Like I'm reading through Chainsaw Man, the manga, which I do enjoy, it is but so there's good. like, there's so many panels that it's just like literal, no text. It's just action. And I'm like, I'm sure this translates better into actual, an actual show. Cause they, you can do so much with like, what is basically three pages of no text, just explosions and blood and like severed limbs than it is in writing. That's sort of why I like, I, I kind of equate that to Jujutsu Kaisen, but I am going to go on the same train and say, you should watch the show. Cause it actually is pretty entertaining. Meh. Just saying. Moving on. Yeah. Um, because man, we are nearly, we're 39 minutes into this and we still, yeah, we can blast through these. Four. Yeah. Let's, let's just, let's blast through these. Uh, I'll go one Lobo, You go two. average. You go three best ending for me. I have that time. I got reincarnated as a slime season two ending one. Really fucking love that song. It's really good. So I'm a spider, so what? First ending. Ruko-chan. That's fun. Alright, fair enough. Um, Best drama? I'm gonna. This is my first repeat here. Wonder Egg Priority. I didn't count the last one because it's a separate thing, but the first 11 episodes or whatever it is, phenomenal. I can go next and say I second that. Uh, that Wonder Egg was my drama as well. I didn't watch it, so it's Hori Mia again. That's not a <laughs> drama, though. That's just a slice of life romance. There's no hey, drama listen, in there. There's drama. List, Are you kidding if, me? The whole plot point with uh, with him getting over his issues, and then them figuring out if they're going to be together said, at the end. I thought you would have said two year eternity would have been your best drama. That wasn't even that much of a drama either. Well, yeah, that was just chaos. Incarnate. <laughs> All right, Lobo, give us give us your best boy. Oh, best boy! My, God, I don't want to say because I know what you're going to say. No, you don't. Uh, to your eternity, goo goo, goo goo. Yeah. Oh God, goo goo, goo goo. Giving it up to the bestest boy. Average. What you got? I have Hirohito Tadano. I think he is hilarious. Even though, according to you, he sounds like a 55 year old man. Fair. Um, best boy Yatora Yaguchi uh, from Blue Period, main character from Blue Blue Period. Yeah, um, he's, he's, he's... Tell, call him by his real name. Yeah, Yatora homeboy. Yaguchi, homeboy. No, homeboy. That's his real name, Frank. Homeboy from Blue Period. Homeboy. Uh, best girl, I put uh, Nagatoro because fuck yeah. God damn it, Comey. that's mine too. Comey, dude, come on now. High five, average. High five. Anywho. <laughs> Um, you can't beat Noodle Arms, Lobo. You can't beat Noodle Arms. Noodle Arms, Fangs, and the Pouty Face, and Cat Ears. I mean, Comey and, just uh, has Cat Ears. Nagatoro has all of those. All I need is Cat Ears. That's all I need. Oh, and you know what Lobo's kink is? I mean, he's wearing ears himself right now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, stop touching your ears on camera, and <laughs> we're gonna go best comedy. I got Comey here. Comey, I, I constantly laugh out loud every single episode. Mine is My Senpai is Annoying. It has a lot of comedy throughout. It's um, it's pretty tasteful humor, too. 
Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid season two. Yep, I had a feeling that's that, also that would choice. be somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, average. Give us your best protagonist. Best protagonist is Kukuru. We gonna skip Misa- fantasy? Misakino. Yeah. I was oh shit. Say, what about Sorry. Fantasy? That's yeah. I missed that one. Best fantasy. Give us your best fantasy. Sorry. Oh, I have to find it. Uh, I mean, I guess this fits. I'm going off the categories in uh, my anime list, so back off. Jobless reincarnation. <laughs> yeah, that's what I had. It's uh, yeah. it's it's a fantasy. They they use magic. Yeah. It's another world. We're all in agreement then, because jobless reincarnation. Maybe I'm going to give a honorable mention to uh, Faraway Paladin, which was this past season. It is. Really See, good fantasy. I thought you would have gone with Fena Pirate Princess. No. Okay. Interesting. Well, I'll go fuck myself then. All right. Well, give us your best. You said your best protagonist was what average? Ukuru Misakino. She is the former idol from Aquatope on the White Sand. She is perfect. She's the bestest person. Lobo? Uh, Spider from. Uh... So much better. So what? I don't remember the fucker's name. Spiders can't. All I never called her as Spider. She is Spider. Spider's fine. Um, as a joke, I wrote Froppy, but um, best protagonist Yuji Itadori from Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm actually surprised for best girl you didn't go with Froppy. No, you always no. refer to her as. Best oh, I girl. do. She is. She's 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 waifu number one. But best girl the se- like she was barely in this season. That's true. She was barely in the season, so we had to go to Nagatoro. But um, best protagonist, Yuji Itadori from Jujutsu Kaisen. Because, yeah, again, technicality, it was winter 2021. Yeah, I know. You're getting, on, you're getting by on a technicality. I know. Uh, best antagonist, I have... Oh, I wrote another joke here. I wrote Cloverworks for how they fucked Promise Neverland Season 2. <laughs> but, uh, no... I'll uh, allow it. Sakura Waragaki from Odd Taxi, the black cat. Oh, that's so funny who you picked, because I picked Haruhito Yano, the porcupine. Yeah, he was I a good one, too. Character. I liked his character, how he like just rapped. He was, he'd only communicate through rapping. Like I thought that was a really fun uh, the like, reason quirk I, about him. Real quick, the reason why I picked Sakura uh, is because she had control over almost everything from the background and like orchestrated everything so well that it was just like, man, she's a fucking brilliant antagonist. Yeah. That's a good pick. Lobo. Lobo? I, have, I have no one because I have not found a single anime that I, this year season or this year that I thought had a good villain. Nothing, not a single one. I would categorize as a good protagonist. All of them are either like three second villains or just stupid shit. And I thought huh. long and hard about this. Like my hero had nothing. I'm gonna be honest here. That fucker, nothing. Yeah. Uh, Demon you Slayer. We got Mugen Train. I don't give, think that guy's worth a damn shit. And the only we, cool villain dude is at the very end. We don't need to talk about that villain dude who was in the forest in the middle of nowhere for God knows fucking what reason. Yeah, we don't have That's to talk about that. That's the only him. motherfucker that would count. And he doesn't. But he's even not fucking in count. it long enough to even count. He's just an idiot that's There's just no villains. fucking himself in the trees no, for no apparent reason. Josh Incarnation. You know who the villain is? I don't fucking know who the villain is. No one's in there that I can consider a villain. You know what? Fuck it. I have one. Rudy's dad. 
what a piece of shit that motherfucker was when he God fucking damn. reunited with him. God damn. I hated that episode. So I think Frank told everybody about this. I was livid yeah. when he was giving his son so much shit and beating him the fuck up. And then everyone turned on him because he defended himself. Fuck those people. Fuck Rudy's dad. I'm glad they made up in the end. Well, Lobo, you want to give us your best fight scene of the year? Oh, uh, it was when you and me were arguing about Yu Yu Hakusho at the beginning of the year. Um, I felt really strong about this. I thought long and hard. It was a passionate fight on my end, and you just, for whatever reason, just cried in the corner. I don't know why. Uh, I, 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 I second that. I like that fight. I haven't. I haven't even watched it. I stopped in the. I stopped in the Dark Rose tournament again. I started rewatching it. <laughs> Ooh, round two. We get round two. <laughs> no. Uh, the real answer is uh, what was his name? Uh, Rengoku versus Akaza from Mugen Train. Even watching the arc of it for the 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 show. Yeah, the still episode. fucking badass. Still fucking badass. I love yeah, it. I so had uh, I had Toru versus Elma for uh, Dragon Maid season two or Dragon Maid S. That fucking that fucking fight scene goes that's crazy hard. That fight scene goes so fucking hard for no reason whatsoever. It is so fucking good. We did it again though. We picked the same show, just different elements of it. I had Toru versus Alulu. Yeah, that's a good one too. I thought about it and I was just like, no, it, that other one goes so much fucking harder. Like it goes well, underground. It goes in the air. It goes fucking. DBZ so much where emotion. they're pulling like they're pulling the ground out and they're just like oh dude that's that mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's so much emotion behind that fight too but I think like I don't know if anything beats the fight with Alulu just because of the fact that Toru is holding back and when Elma's like oh by the way I put a put a cover over the city you're good and she's just like oh cool I forgot and about just that. shoots the biggest laser beam I'm like this is a slice of life. I have to constantly remind myself, this is a slice of life. That Why is this animation better than any other show I've ever watched? And it's a goddamn slice of life about dragons so that are maids. Fucking like, you know, what the fuck? You know what that is the equivalent of? That's that moment where they tell her, you can go all out. That's like in uh, Naruto when Guy Sensei tells it. Rock Lee, Oh yeah, the Rock Lee. Yeah. Oh, okay, I've seen, like, I've seen that fight. I've seen that. Go for it, and he just takes all of his weights off, and he just goes ham. Fuck yeah. yes. That's that's a great <laughs> where they're like, how heavy could those be? And just he drops them, and explosion, big explosion, and they're like, oh fuck. Oh good. I don't I don't watch Naruto. I've watched that scene multiple oh, times. Oh, I think because everyone it is has. So it is perfect. No matter if you like Naruto or don't like Naruto or have never seen an anime, everyone in their life has seen that fight at least once in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start us off. This one we can breeze through, and then the other two, let's talk. Like, take some time to talk about. So third to last category we have, because we breeze through a shit ton of them, best score. I have Jobless Reincarnation. I have talked up Destiny. It's about music. It's... And the music is superb in it. If I had stuck with that show long enough, I probably would have put that also. Uh, I put to your eternity. Fair enough. Um, Average, give us your uh, diamond in the rough this year. My diamond in the rough, and I, I, 
I grappled with it because I, I understand that the studio is well known, but for those of people that might not know of the studio and just go off of titles and recommendations, my diamond in the rough was ranking of Kings. So I like, again, it's wit studio. A lot of people know wit studio. They obviously have a huge, like an incredible history of all these amazing shows they've produced. But like in terms of just hype, for a show in a season, I didn't feel like Ranking of Kings got a lot until people started watching it and realized, like, holy shit, this show is incredible. The animation style is super strange, but if you can get beyond that, the story is... Honestly, it's heart-wrenching at times, but it's so well done. The fight scenes are immaculate in terms of just, like, how well they can, like, change the angles on it and change perspectives, like, while the fight's happening... I like I was blown away by it. I slept on it while you began watching it this last season. And then I started maybe like halfway through the end of the season watching it. And I was hooked. I was like, I can't stop. Yeah. Um, I know that with studio, they have spy family coming out next year. They actually did Vivi this past year. So that's just something to just chew on. And uh, a show we talked about yesterday that you're like, yeah, maybe I'll give this a go. Great pretender. They, yeah. studio, Wit Studio does not fucking miss. Like, everything that I see on this list that they've done, other than one, because I have no idea what the fuck it is, or two, are fucking phenomenal shows. So, yeah, they don't miss. Spy Family is going to be a great show next year. Uh, for me, My Diamond in the Rough, I feel like if they had just tweaked just a handful of things this would have been a very 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 good show but pretty boy detective club i really enjoyed what i watched in it if it had just tweaked a few things and didn't follow the same formula the first few kind of story plots i feel like it would have done much better but it was just kind of like it was a very rough show but i really enjoyed what i watched of it so to yeah, me I... pretty boy detective club is up there I totally forgot about that show, too. Did you end up finishing it? No, I think I didn't watch the last arc. That's about it. Because the last arc, they deviate from the formula. Yeah, I know that. Like I know that because you time. talked about it. Like, you you talked yeah. about it for the rest of the season. But that was just the one show that I was just like, damn. I If they had just tweaked a few things, that, that show could have been real fucking good. That could have been... Yeah. But, Lobo, what you got for Diamond in the Rough? Uh... Far Away Paladin. Uh, it just wrapped up. It was this past season of anime. Uh, it is very much fantasy. It is also an isekai, and they don't even give a shit that it's an isekai. They say, hey, I am reincarnated in this fantasy world, and that's it. We never talk about it ever again. All huh. that matters is this is a fantasy world, and he needs to figure out how to live in this world. And... Uh, if you like Dungeons and Dragons uh, or Magic the Gathering, any type of like tabletop fantasy like that, I say give Fiery Paladin a shot because it is very much, it has a lot of attachment to those things and like the paladins aspect of it, the cleric aspects of it, the wizard aspects of it. Uh, it is very well done. It's, I don't hear anyone talking about this show at all, uh, but. It's also kind of for good reason because it's it's a little bland, but there's a lot of heart to it. And I think that if they get a season two, it might go 
uh, or if it continues uh, for another 12 episodes, it will go harder into more of the fantasy aspects and the battles. Fair enough. Um, who wants to start with anime of the year? Um, Average, I think you and I are pretty much on the same page. I think I saw your list because you accidentally sent it to me. So you and I are probably I on the same page. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't you don't even have to look at my list to know what mine was, I don't think. Yeah, you and I are on the same page. So Lobo, I'm curious as to what you have for your anime of the year. Hmm. Well, this I thought long and hard about this. It is absolutely going to be Odd Taxi. No, it's not Odd Taxi. Fuck Odd Taxi. Uh, it's Hori Mia. Hori Mia is fantastic. Yeah, Hori Mia is definitely yeah. my top top three, if not or top five, if not top three for the year. Like it's a it's a very solid show. What I am very uh, upset with is that it's not Fan of Pirate Princess. I was so hyped for that show for two years. And it came out, and I liked it fine. Which is why I was shocked that it wasn't on your list, because I remember there was a lot of hype around it when it was finally airing. And I was like, man, I got to give this show a shot. I got Lobo keeps even in high praise. It looks, it, animation-wise, it looks great. That's it. That's all I got. Fair enough. Well, I obviously didn't do that well, since I fucking put Hori Mi over it with Ben. Also. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Would I was you, gonna say. Would you put like, it wow. in your top three of the year? Fena? Yeah. No. No. Damn, that's a bummer. I know yeah. how you feel though, because you know I was super hyped about Promise Neverland season two because season one is a perfect ten out of ten in my book, and then they just fucking dropped a turd down my goddamn throat and then a cactus up my ass, like it was just bad. It was just real Humble. bad. Calm down. Horrible, horrible English. I will never let go as to what they fucking did to us. But uh, yeah, average, you and I, there's there's no denying that our number one show of the year was Odd Taxi. My Hair Academia. Yep. Oh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah, no, Odd Taxi, uh, fuck, it's already getting a movie in April. I don't know, is it supposed yeah. to take out place like after the events or is it just like an alternate story? I I, I haven't really, I like I want to go in blind because of how blind I went into this show and how good it turned out to be. I believe they haven't released a trailer that shows anything in the movie. The trailer is basically just scenes taken from the show, but based on the fact that they aren't showing people, my guess is that it takes place prior to the events of the show. Now, in terms of the timeline, I don't know if it's like before anything that happens in the show or it's like during a portion of the story of the show i don't know if they've released anything yet but i i do plan to do the same thing as you i want to go in blind because i want to be just as surprised watching it as i was watching the tv show yeah agreed and if you haven't watched it by now if you haven't if you're sick of our singing the praises of it just watch it so you can sing the praises of it with us (laughs) lobo um okay so here's the thing i was gonna watch it until i surprise you fuckers no i was gonna watch it uh before before i left i had planned out that by the end of the year i was gonna watch it and at some point if this type of thing happened which i had no clue was gonna happen I would surprise you motherfuckers by having Odd Taxi in here somewhere because I would have watched it and maybe agreed with you guys. 
I 100% forgot and never watched it yet. And this is why we love you, <laughs> it, you, you beautiful I was bastard. Say, it, does, it does not surprise me in the bit. And we yeah. still appreciate yeah. you being here. We still love you. But you, you should go watch it. You should go watch it. Yeah. Someday. As, as Funimation would say, you should be watching. Even though the show's on Crunchyroll, who gives a shit? They're one and the same now. Because Sony, with the big, big dollars. Just put Funimation on Verve! Yeah. No, they're they're fa- they're phasing oh Verve out. They're phasing Verve out. They've gotten rid of fucking everything off of Verve. They've gotten rid of High Dive. They've gotten rid of Rooster Teeth. Just, like, they're getting the rid of everything. The Funimation interface is so dog shit. Yeah, I know. It's so bad. So is I, the Crunchyroll one. Just I don't know. Yeah. Do something. Do something, Sony. Moral of the story of 2021, Sony. You got to do some do shit something. with these two. These Be two someone. companies. Uh, how dare you? The moral of 2020 is Bleach is back, baby. You mean 2021? Hey, Bleach is back, baby. 2022, actually. Well, yeah, no, I know it's coming out in 2022, but 2021 is the moral of the story of Sony do something. No. Well, thank you all for joining us this week. We hope you had a good one. Thank you, Lobo, for joining us. I know we asked you last minute, hey, literal last Lobo. minute. It was like within two hours of us recording. I was like, I wonder if Lobo would like to do this. So thanks yeah. for popping on and... Uh, and talking with us, we we dearly did miss you. But um, for everybody else at home, whatever you watch this year, give us your favorites, give us your worst, give us your turds. If it's not Promise Neverland Season 2, you're doing it wrong. Um, we will be back next week talking about winter. No, not winter. Sorry. Yeah, no. No, winter. Winter, winter, winter 2022. 2022. We're going to be talking about winter 2022 shows and uh, because they all start this week. So... We will see. Well, Jesus Christ, I fucked up that exit. I fucked up that exit so hard. Start the recording over. Start it over. Ah, uh, let's, let's wipe it all. No, until uh, until next week. Spark Triumph. We'll see you then. Bye, everyone. Watch you, Hakusho. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.